Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast. And now, the youth. Good morning. What's poppin'? You're listening to the youth here on Slam Radio, Sirius XM, channel 145. I'm Adania, and today's crew includes Nicole, and listening in is Angel. It's July 9th, and as usual, we start the show with our COVID rundown. Worldwide, we see 12 million confirmed cases, 3 million of which are in the U.S. Even here in Florida, we see a total of about 233,000 cases, 50,000 more than yesterday, and a total of 131,997 deaths. Joining us right now is Anthony Milian, Little Chicken Little. With the rising numbers, we've seen two different outcomes in sports. On one hand, the Ivy League announced it has ruled out playing all sports this fall becoming the first Division I conference to not hold sports this upcoming semester. Yet the Inter-Miami soccer team played last night for the first time since March, and they haven't canceled any of the other games they had set up. I personally thought this was too soon from a soccer team and an intelligent move from the Ivy League. But I'd love to get the opinion of you sports fan, because as you know, and I've said a million times before, I don't know much about sports. Sorry, we had technical difficulties here. I was trying to unmute my mic. It wasn't working. I guess I'll start this one off. Um, with the Ivy League canceling its football season, the one thing about that is that the Ivy League isn't as dependent on sports as leagues as, let's say, I'm sorry, not leagues, conferences like the Pac-12 or the ACC, the big conferences in college football. So while to some it may not be a big deal, it does grant worry for a lot of college football fans and football fans as a whole because that's a step forward in meaning maybe there's no football this fall. But on the bright side, Inter Miami played last night, which they lost in probably the most brutal way possible. But I mean, hey, sports is back. I believe this is the first time a Miami sports game has been played since the Heat played. I believe it was March 12th was the last time they played, or something like that. It was March 10th or March 12th. But I believe it's the first Miami sports game since then. So it's been a while since we've got to see a Miami team play sports. I'm happy that we did. But, I mean, I don't know. Like Adania said, maybe it's a little bit too early. On sides. I feel like it's a little bit too early for the Ivy League to cancel this season. And I felt like soccer came back a little bit too early. Like if you look at the NBA, the NBA is probably the biggest league in America. And they're coming back, what, three weeks now? So they waited a little bit at least. They're waiting for the cases to drop a little bit. But MLS just, no pun intended, kicked it right back into action. But I don't know. I, I feel like the MLS started a little bit too early. I think that the Ivy League has, did not overreact. I think... What soccer is doing is definitely premature. They should not be starting up any of their games yet. Their cases are still going up very quickly, especially here in Florida. Even though it was nice to see a Miami team play, I don't agree with it because it is, again, the cases are spiking every single day. We see a constant incline in cases. We don't see any rest to it. We keep on having people dying, getting sick, recovering. Obviously, with the recovering, it's it's on the brighter side of it, but they're only immune for around six months. What's that going to give you? If you're constantly around people who are reckless as well. So quite frankly, I think the opening up of the ML, I don't like it personally, because it's just, as, as I said before, it's premature. It's uncalled for. People are still getting sick. People are still faltering to this disease. And I think the fact that they're still continuing on with this. I feel like in recent days, we might see it kind of not essentially die off, but close off a little bit because of the rising cases. And as I said before, I think the Ivy League isn't overreacting. I think they're just following what's happening in their eyes right in front of them for what they can see. For what we know, it's only going to get worse from here from all the cases that we're getting. But lucky us, we might get a a nice good break in cases start to decline. People become, you know, a little more... um, aware of the surrounding, a little more smart of what they're doing and cases decline and such things. And then, you know, they might have a, a, a discussion of opening before 2021. But I think they're just kind of taking with the grain what's happening right in front of them, what's happening in the present, as they can tell, they're just saying, we're going to close off until 2021 because we don't know what's going to happen for the rest of the year. So we want to be safe 
in case any other cases happen or any other spikes or any other detrimental things happen in the middle of a season and players start dying off, players start getting sick. Like you also want to keep your people as protected as possible. And I think they're just weighing out all their options that they have in front of them as the whole coronavirus pandemic plays out. I agree. I mean, in terms of the Ivy League, they didn't cancel any other season. They just canceled their fall sports, which I'm guessing includes football. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. I got one right. But and football is a very contact sport. I'm I'm not sure how that'll play out, but we see the numbers. The numbers are increasing. There's no doubt about it. In fact, there things are getting so serious that get this, a Texas county is arresting people who come out positive and refuse to self-quarantine. Arresting. So wow. what do we what do we think about this? I like I don't really, I mean, it got to that extreme. Hey, hey it's bigger in Texas. Go big or go home. That's, exactly, That's true. Go big or go home. That's exactly what they're doing. They're saying, hey, listen, before we let you do my body, my thing or whatever. But you know what? Now, you don't, you don't self-quarantine. Not, now you don't is self- not the time. You don't self-quarantine. This, the jail right there. This jail is not cell. The Texas ain't playing no games like, actually, at all. I think this is either ironic or just funny in general. Because, like, Texas is, is a place that you wouldn't think would do this. But I feel like <laughs> it hurt itself in its confusion where it's like, oh, we might as well do it, I guess. They're breaking the law, I think. So it's like, I think. Well, I mean. I believe they're breaking the law. Technically, if you want to go into the conversation of it, they're disrupting other people's rights and, like, human rights of, like, safety and protection. So they are infringing on other people's rights. But it goes out to the fact that I just think it's kind of hilarious how Texas was like, hey, you don't put that mask, you don't stay in your house, you're going to get the cuffs. And that's it. And that's Texas, it. Texas really said, you know what? I draw the line. If you test positive, no, fire. You're in jail. But at what cost? Like, who's to say that being in jail doesn't help that person spread to the other inmates? Well, no, I can only imagine if Texas is going to be smart enough. What they're going to do is that they are going to have a quarantine section, people who are sick, people who can inter- inter- interfere with the sick and interact with them. And it's not like anybody else is going to get sick. They're not going to have, obviously, sick workers and workers without their protective gear. They're going to get people who are equipped for this, people who are going to be somewhat trained for this, I hope, and are just going to continue with keeping them in a quarantine section because most jails are only right now with people who committed very violent crimes. Uh, The rest were released because of coronavirus. So hopefully, you know, we keep on seeing... Texas become use that brain dome that they have in their head and use the the actual uh things to their advantage all their resources to their advantage and do this appropriately so that they don't cause any spreads unwarranted because that would suck if they were trying to keep it you know nice and cut to be honest with you I think it's very interesting like how I mean we were all thinking it but no one actually did it. Like, we're all thinking, you know what? Just arrest them. Get it over with. And, like, this isn't even, like, if you go to the mask, like, ugh, sorry. This isn't even, like, if you go outside and then put someone at risk of infect of being infected. It's just, if you tested positive and you're caught outside of your house, that's it. Like, you're getting arrested. And I just, I don't know how that's going to play out. Honestly, I think... I don't want to say it's overreacting. I think it's very warranted because, like, come on. Like, if people aren't even paying attention, aren't self-quarantined, they're out here coughing, like, in order to get other people infected because they're so selfish. Like, it's kind of an action that seems to be t- need that needed to be taken. To agree, yeah. I mean, I felt like it didn't have to go that excessive. With just arresting them, I felt you maybe take it a step back. But yeah, I feel like there's a lot of people who just kind of brush this aside and they're like, ah, it's whatever. Even though the case is rising, they're like, oh, it's whatever. It's not that big of a deal. So they brush it off to a side. But 
feel like that's a little bit excessive by Texas to arrest them. Maybe it's like maybe you should do something slightly less, you know, powerful than throwing them in a jail, you know. Well, I, I mean, know that before least, Texas was like finding certain people. At least it puts the fear in people. So I mean, that's a positive. I mean, definitely. It might be a little extreme, maybe not. Depends on the way you look at it. After taking the numbers into consideration, there's no doubt there's risk involved with any activity. Now more than ever, it's important to wash your hands, wear a mask, and social distance. This next segment is for our ladies and lady advocates. See you on the other side. You're listening to the youth. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, channel 145. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, channel 145. I get it. Your desk has been there for you, holding up your computer, your unused stapler, and that plant you forgot to water. But maybe it's time to leave your desk and spend your lunch break volunteering with Meals on Wheels. Doing Meals on Wheels for me is the joy that I look for at the end of my week. I'll come to the door with one meal and I'll walk away with a full heart. Drop off a warm meal and get more than you expect. Volunteer at americaletsdolunch.org. That's americaletsdolunch.org. Brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and whatever, just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigos. Can you imagine it's like a congregation of big dogs? You have a Great Dane, you have a couple of pit bulls off to the side, you have some very, very big German shepherds, you know, just the bigger type of dogs, and they're hanging out talking, slobbering over each other, doing what, what big dogs do. And a little chihuahua comes running through, barking at all of them. And the big dogs just look at each other, look down at the chihuahua, and they look at each other again like, is this dog for real? The chihuahua is UCL. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to noon, only on Slam Radio Sirius XM 145. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan getting cut from his ninth grade basketball team, he wouldn't have became Michael Jordan. <laughs> you know, if it wasn't for, uh, I seen an, an article the other day where they were talking about Oprah Winfrey and how she got fired because she wasn't good for television. You know, you got people like Walt Disney who got fired, if I'm not mistaken, from a newspaper saying he had no imagination. So what do you tell him? You tell him, you know? You know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you got to take those losses. You got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, rico. You know, this is what it's all about. And not only that, it's never about making it, guys. It's always about maintaining it. That's the toughest part. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. All right, so first of all, I need everybody to turn their radios up because you're tuned in to Slam Radio. You already know, DJ Laz, Pimp with the Limp, Slam Radio. Larry, take it away. Let's ride! Welcome back to the youth here on Slam Radio, Sirius XM, channel 145. This segment, we're talking birth control. In case you don't know much about birth control, looking at you, Anthony, it's usually used as a contraceptive, but can be used for many other reasons, such as clearing acne, stabilizing anemia, and reducing risk of certain cancers. 
Although birth control can be quite expensive, varying anywhere from $20 to $100, women will no longer have the opportunity to receive it for free. The Supreme Court ruled on Wednesday that the Trump administration may allow employers and universities to opt out of the Affordable Care Act requirement to provide birth control because of religious or moral objections. This began when religious organizations said offering contraceptive care to their employees violated their beliefs. Do you guys believe this is a valid reason to eliminate birth control? What do you think about um, this? No. No. That's, that's got to be one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. I'm sorry. That, I spent, like, let's take an example here. Like, kids in college, like, reckless. Like, you know what I'm leading to? They're reckless. They do all that stuff. And some of them are like religious and they have moral beliefs that, you know, they don't want to get abortions and stuff like that. So they use birth control instead. I mean, I, wh what's the reason? Like, what's the purpose of it? You just said it ranges from 20 to to $100. I mean. In some cases, it can be expensive as $200. Exactly. So it's, it's a little bit too expensive to just use all the time. So. I feel like for certain people in certain groups, that like that should still be around. I don't understand why. Just take it away, and especially during this time, like I don't get it. I I don't I don't understand the necessity to do it. I don't understand why it's of importance right now to take that out. And I'm sure a lot of people will kind of agree with me on this. Listen, this whole Affordable Care Act came in with the Obama administration. And he, he put in a lot of really good acts that I personally agree with that just give people like their basic human rights and just general, just general stuff like that. And this was definitely a big step inside of the actual act. But I think what people are tending to forget, we're going to talk about the whole morale of it later. But what people are tending to forget is that, yes, birth control stops children. That's very true but it also controls like reproductive disorders that women have to go through, whether it be uh, that can cause organ failure, cancer, uh, immobility, excruciating pain, like birth control can help stop that. And it can help limit that. And people are forgetting that it's not only just because of, I don't want to have kids, you can't stop my right from not wanting to have kids. It goes out to the fact that I'm physically, for somebody who does use birth, birth control for these reasons, or for any reasons, quite frankly, they are physically in so much pain because their hormones are not stabilized correctly and the birth control stabilizes it for them. So the fact being that because your morale goes against my health doesn't mean anything because just how religious liberty goes to the fact that yes, you in your own religious nature can preach your own things and can have your own discussions on your religion and can preach off your own religion is the same thing as you can't shove your religion down my throat because I don't like it. And you can't do that for me. That's my religious liberty because you can't do that to me if I have no religious standing or if my religious standing is different from yours. And yes, for many people who, who are Christian and do have religious beliefs, they're like, oh, but abortion is bad. Birth control is bad. We can't have contraceptives. It's, our whole thing is to repopulate the earth. Quite frankly, the earth is not doing too good. So why are you having kids right now? We have a global pandemic. We have the world capping out at a huge amount of people, 7 billion plus people. And the earth cannot maintain that many people. Let's be honest, if we're gonna go scientifically, it can only ma it maxes out pretty soon in the billions. So it goes into the fact being that yes, your whole thing is we need to repopulate the earth. Well, the earth doesn't need to be repopulated right now. Calm it down, watch some TV, because quite frankly, this is it's just insane to me on the fact being that they're trying to take away something that's very basic that's needed for a lot of women. And again, it a lot of women don't even use it for like birth control. They use it for the fact being that it controls their hormones and it controls, as you said before, their acne. Like a lot of dermatologists, when you're a girl and they figure out it's more of a hormonal thing, they'll put you on birth control because it's like, hey, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna moderate you out. It's gonna make you more leveled. So the fact being that they're only seeing this as a contraceptive and not a way of life for a lot of women because some women have endometriosis. That's a painful thing. And they use birth control to try to limit that pain. And like, it's, it's insane how they're only looking at this, as I said before, as a contraceptive and not as something to alleviate and to just completely 
it just upsets me that they're only looking at this through like the lens of like how a guy looks at it compared to like the lens of how like girls look at it because it's different like it's not just a contraceptive well I mean we can't generalize like you know the way guys look at it yeah. I know that's not I know that's not what you meant no like, I that's I mean, not what I meant for example it, it Anthony's very understanding I just feel like people like see it as oh you want to be messing around so much that you have to be on birth control like that's not what it's for there's so many medical reasons that get overlooked and i didn't mean like the guy the girl thing i meant like i meant like the lens of being ignorant and the lens of being enlightened was what i meant to say that's it just went straight to that i'm sorry <laughs> it's it's fine but again like it's ignorant it it's really ignorant to do something like that like adania said it's not just Oh, I don't want to have a kid. No, there's medical reasons behind it too. So this works in good ways for a lot of people. Why are you going to take away something that works in good ways for a lot of people? Please answer the question. I do not have a response for that question. (laughs) I think, I mean... Maybe if it were not even because if I were like working for a religious organization or if like I went to like a religious university, like still like it's not only as a contraceptive, like it's and it doesn't matter that it goes like Nicole said, like, okay, so your religion over outweighs my health. Like that's not how it works. It goes back to the whole, you know, like my body, my rules, like I do what I want because it's my body. You shouldn't con- have control over what happens with my body. Like the the fact that birth control is so expensive and a job can just like up and say, hey, you know what? I'm not covering for that anymore because you probably want it to do X, Y, Z. And I don't encourage you doing X, Y, Z. Like, that's not what it's for. And people overlook that so often. Like, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of, it's a little wishy-washy because I'm not sure if, no, no, because it doesn't make any sense. Like religion, religion is different for everyone. All three of us could be Christian and one could be against gays and the other could be for gays. Like religion is different for everyone because religion evolves and it just kind of goes to what you believe at the end of the day. What you believe is right. What you believe goes with your religion. Like I'm I'm Christian Catholic, but I love gays. I think God will love, I think God is gonna love you either way. Like it's just that kind of thing, but it's not the same for other Catholics. So religion isn't always the same. Like you can't base um you can't base healthcare off religion because they're two different they're two completely different things they don't make sense at all i agree because it goes down to the fact being that it's no longer the fact being on how it's okay it's like i said before how can your religion trump my health because it doesn't and it's a very good point that religious is religion is very to who you are it's how you perceive it it's a very it's a very uh perceptive type of thing so you can't just like look at a religion in a whole and generalize and be like oh none of you guys like this so we're just gonna put this in that's not true the way that you perceive your religion is very different from other people like you can be very you know to church very catholic very jewish very uh muslim whatever and you can be into your religion and extremely into your religion, but you can still find the whole, you know, love in your heart for a human. So that's the, that's the point of the matter. It's not like they're anything different. They're humans. And they're only asking for basic human rights. Is that too much to ask? Like, it really isn't. And it goes into the fact being that some people will just use that religion to mask the truth of what it is. But quite frankly, I do respect how a lot of people with, with religious conviction, they do genuinely are open to so many people and are generally so loving to many people. And you only get the generalization of a few from what I've seen, which is quite frankly, it, it's nice to see the turning page, but still the two things that I've, no, that I've mentioned are a very big possibility in any 
way of life in any in any place really because that's just how people are the dynamics of people are very frightening because you never really know people truly so it's it's kind of it's still frightening in the fact being that you never know people truly but this is still kind of happening and you still take a step back and you're like wow this has kind of impeded on so many women's lives and will impact so many others yeah I agree you make a really good point Nicole I I honestly couldn't have put it any better um like honestly it doesn't really make any sense to me and I love hearing all your thoughts especially Anthony because I didn't think I would get much out of him but I, I did get some out of him and I'm I'm proud of you for that it is definitely expensive already as it is to be a woman in America besides birth control it's extremely expensive but you know i'm positive we're gonna find a way to overcome it you know girl power on the other side we're talking basketball you're listening to the youth slam radio sirius xm channel 145 hey look what i found a radio radio slam radio sirius xm channel 145 Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. Well, it just annoys me that you don't see it my way. Oh, it annoys me that you don't see it my way. We can play this game too. What? Not always going to see it your way. Your way is not the way. I can see it my way. But your way is not the way. So some people, some people are really... That's huge ego of you, by the way. Yeah, of course. Well, you can't spell amigo without the ego. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. I adopted Bento in 2010 from a shelter. This cat makes me make art. He's always motivating me to draw pictures of him. He just is motivating artistically. He's my best friend, but a lot of people know him as Keyboard Cat. Keyboard Cat, YouTube star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Tom and Levi. Tom is the smartest man I know. He's been a professor at two major universities, been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, he told me that he was having um, problems in his classes. I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. And he was telling them that he was doing it as a favor to them, but I think in reality, he just wanted to get out of there. Um, I was really starting to worry because I saw something was wrong. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me, and my love for him was just immense. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Sam Radio has brought so much positivity into my life that allows so many young people to have a voice. I'm very thankful for this opportunity at Slam Radio. Not a lot of people get to say that they worked on the first radio station run inside a high school. I've learned so much from Frank the Tank. I've learned so much from Danny, from The Amigo. I've learned so much from them and I thank them so much and it means a lot to me. Slam Radio is a community. It just gives you opportunity. They give you opportunities that not many schools have. The people here are just great. Someone always has your back no matter what. It is definitely a place to leave your egos and your insecurities behind and just be yourself and all become one. I'm so thankful for everybody here at Slam Radio and I'm thankful for this wonderful opportunity that I've been given to jumpstart my career. You are listening to Slam Radio on Sirius XM 145. Goodwin, you'll be listening to me on Wednesdays on the Lauren Goodwin Show on Slam Radio. They're playing basketball uh, all around the we world. The uh, uh, to the beach, y'all. Let's go uh, all around we the world. The 
We are glad to have you back here on the youth. You're listening to Slam Radio Series XM channel 145. This segment, we're traveling over to the WNBA. You like that? You like that little pun? You know? I know some sort. Traveling, you can't travel. You can't travel. You can't travel. Yeah, you can't travel. Travel. Uh, travel. Uh, I feel attacked. Um, the Women's National Basketball Association. I can't pronounce her name right. I'm having an Amanda moment. Um, Kelly Lofler? Lofeller? Lofler, something like that. Lofleur. I don't Lafleur, know. I think it's like that. Yeah, Lafleur. She is co-owner of the Atlanta Dream, but has openly spoken against the Black Lives Matter movement and criticized the WNBA's decision to let players wear special apparel, drawing attention to the forgotten victims of police brutality and racial violence. The WNBA made a statement yesterday saying she was no longer in any control of the day-to-day business of the team, but she still co-owns the team and current, as well as formal WNBA players, asked for further action. What are your thoughts? What do you um, think should be done? I'm sorry, what? You're telling me she believes in this, and she owns a WM. She partially owns a WNBA team. Mind you, there she does have black players on her team. I don't like this. I don't like. I don't this. like this. Yeah, I, I don't back. like this at all. Take it back. Return it to Target. Bring in a new one. We don't like this one. It's a, it's Bring defective. Bring the trucks. Bye bye. Gone. It's Later. defective. Toodles. No. It's Why? <laughs> Yes, it's very defective. Why? Why are you a part owner? Why are you even near a sports team when you have a belief like that? I know I'm speaking gibberish to you right now, but none of you remember Donald Sterling, former owner of the Clippers, one of the most racist people I've ever seen. You know what they had to do to him? They had to give up his team to now the best owner in the NBA, Steve Ballmer. Frank, you could play the play the sound. But yeah, um, the MPP, of course. But Steve Ballmer, really racist guy, and now we have this WNBA partial owner, who's also kind of racist. Why aren't we doing the same thing? I mean, got off with their head. Like goodbye. I don't. You could sell the team. I don't. Don't even let her sell the team. Just. Make her give up her stake. Don't even let her let, make. Dude, Anthony, Anthony went full on. Let them eat cake. Let's be honest with you. But listen, the whole thing is, is that I think this is so wrong that she's still a co-owner of this team. She's still getting some of the profits from this team, even though she's like not allowed in their day-to-day like interactions and what they do. And the fact being that she's, she's still allowed her chair in any sort of, agreement and any sort of just discussion in general is genuinely I'm not gonna say appalling because that's too strong of a word but it's appalling um it's it's not it's not it's not comfy it's not a comfy decision WNBA you call this is your girl you rep her get her out of here I mean I'm sure I'm sure they haven't like completely outed her i'm sure it has something to do with like maybe a contract you know i don't know how sports work that's why i got i have my sports director here today (laughs) um i'm sure it has something to do with the contract i don't think they could just kind of like you know kick her out the door not not entirely it depends how the contract is written if it's written a certain way they could kick her out because she is like she is um just not just i'm not say discriminating against the players but she's interfering with like the players in a certain manner in the so, sense, she hasn't publicly she has beliefs. She has beliefs against that, exact against some. Yeah, of she hasn't publicly players. spoken against like um, people of color. So maybe because that's she, why. But it's kind of like they kind of go a hand in hand. Yeah, I think the reason being when she hasn't been cut off yet is the fact being that yeah, she probably hasn't talking about it like publicly on against any uh, any person of color. But it also goes on to the fact being that she's a smart lady she's not dumb so she can share her beliefs in some sort of ways and also not share them in the same way like people tend to forget that when people do have a business when they do own million dollar corporations whether it is nba or wmba like 
they're not dumb people. They understand how to get their their point across and not at the same time. They're business people, essentially. Down to the fact of it, even if they were an NBA player or if they were an NBA player, if you're going to look at this in both sides of the spectrum, they are, they're still business people when it comes down to the end of the day in their job now because they own those teams. And a business person does not take no for an answer. They, they, they rile the crowd up and they make sure that you see their point of view so you're interested in their point of view. So it goes into the fact being that she understands how to kind of maneuver certain things. So quite frankly, I wouldn't put it past her for understanding her position, understanding what she said, and also understanding what to shut her mouth. Like that's just a, that's like a normal thing. Like I, like people in general know when to speak or when not to speak because there's always the right time. But to discriminate against people, there's never a right time because it's wrong. Like at the end of the day, it's wrong. So I think even though she hasn't publicly said anything bad about any ethnicity, race, group of people, or in general, just in general, I think she still should have some sort of repercussions other than just being cut off from their daily interactions and what they do. It should be more so that she's off of the holding. So it, I, I mean, I understand what you're saying. You know, I like, we all share the same opinion. It's kind of like, dog, like, why? Why? But it gets a little, a little worse, if I do say so myself. Um, Let's see what you guys think about it. So her players have openly, openly tweeted um, that they, that they don't support what they, their co-owner is saying. And you'd think she'd be like, hey, I didn't, I didn't really mean that. Like, my bad. Like, I said it like maybe she intended to say something else. You can't really find mistakes though. Um, but in an interview, she openly said that it is her right and that she will not step down from the WNBA. Better make her step down. I mean, there, there's loopholes in business where they can forcibly resign you. She doesn't have yes, to like. But there, want there's to do it also herself. loopholes. There's also loopholes where. She, can be kept and that's the loophole we're seeing here because she hasn't said something outlandish and racist like I'm going to go back to the point like Donald Sterling did. Donald Sterling said things that I'm not allowed to say on national airways. Very bad things which is why he's not an owner anymore and he hasn't been an owner for five years now. So I think part of the reason is because she hasn't said anything like that. Yes, she has these beliefs and yes, I do think that she should not be a co-owner. I think something very similar like Donald Sterling should happen to her. She should lose her role. But, I mean, she hasn't said anything outlandish like yet. I'm sure she will. Knowing her and her beliefs, I'm sure she will. But I have a feeling that's why she still has a job. I mean... I love the WNBA. I always have. I don't follow them, but you know, W, women. You know, I love that. Like, period. I don't know. I always give it so much hype. But like, the fact that it's not even like, it's not only Black Lives Matter because um, they wanted to wear the apparel, you know, as some players in the NBA wear the I can't breathe shirt while they were playing. Um, they want the apparel for the WNBA was meant to draw attention to quote the forgotten victims of police brutality and racial violence. This isn't just racial. This is also police brutality. We are not saying only police brutality for people of color, but we are saying that people of color do need our support too. And it's just like, it's like, dude, are you lost? Like, how do you, I just think that, I mean, everyone is entitled to their own opinion, but how in the hell is someone like so high up in the sports world, sports society? Hierarchy. Hierarchy. Sports hierarchy. I knew that. Uh, I was testing you. Sports hierarchy. How is someone. Keep me on my toes, Ilania. Yeah, you know, get it. (laughs) I mean, she has people of color on her team like I just that's kind of like not supporting your own teammates I mean obviously they're not on the same team but she co-owns them like how are you not going to be on the side of the 
Atlanta Dream, which you literally supporting. own. Exactly. She's not supporting the people who make her money. And she's not supporting their beliefs. And she's not supporting what they fought for for years now. So that's not a good mix. Not at all. And again, going back to the same point, we saw it with Donald Sterling. The players spoke out and they said that they hated Donald Sterling. Blake Griffin, who is white, not black, he is white, has said on multiple occasions that he does not like Donald Sterling and he did not like what he believed in. Chris Paul, former Clippers player, does not like Donald Sterling. Jamal Crawford just got signed yesterday. Former Clippers player has also said he does not like Donald Sterling. And I'm sure these WNBA players believe the same thing with this stupid co-owner. But, again, the loophole is she hasn't said anything bad publicly. So she's going to get the job at the end of the day. And it's unfortunate. And I want her to lose her job. But, I mean... Like, but, are we going to sit here and wait for her to say something outlandish and racist to the point where everyone's like, <gasps> exactly, oh, are you going to sit here and wait for that? That's my I point, that we should, should just... Hold on. I think she should be reprimanded. I think that she should be given the correct things, correctly, you know, civil and... He was, it... and then that's when she no, said that I'm not stepping more, down. But to furthermore, because they haven't really reprimanded her. They only cut her off from, like, basic things of the team. But I mean, like, reprimand, like, you you cut off her pay. You cut off her connections. You see, and that's what I'm saying. Like, she needs to have some sort of consequence for what she did. Because she, like, she said something that was very wrong. And she's not supporting her team. And at the end of the day, when you don't have, when you don't have an owner supporting your team, you're not going to have a good team. Because you never know, as a teammate, who to trust and who's really on your side in your team. Because then you're going to have this impression that even if, even if the co-owner doesn't support something that everybody else supports, doesn't support you, you know what? It's going gonna, it's gonna to disseminate to everybody else in the group and be like, who, who can't I trust? Who's actually going to turn and say, like, oh, you know what? She has a good point. Because it's going to happen to people. Because people bring up points. People are impressionable like that. And it's it might happen, and that's what we want to cut off because we don't want that to grow, essentially, and cause a problem, like a true problem. So I think that she should be reprimanded in some sort of way because it's she didn't – yes, it's freedom of speech to say that, but it's wrong morally to say it. So it's, it's combat. I don't, I don't like this. It's just take it back. I agree. You know what? Return her to Target, like, honestly. And I mean, it is a pretty sensitive topic and I love to hear your opinions, even though we share the same opinion because it's kind of common knowledge. And I choose to bring this up. Here's your, here's your history of the day, Nicole. I know you're a big history buff. Do you know what happened on this day 152 years ago? No? Yes? No? Today's July 9th? Yes. Someone call Mr. Cole. In, you, in American history... We passed an amendment. <laughs> oh. We passed a certain amendment protecting civil rights. Yet to this day, 152 years ago, we see racial issues in our country. Next oh. segment, we're talking name change. See you on the other side. You're listening to the youth here on Slam Radio, Sirius XM, channel 145. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio. Sirius XM channel 145. I get it. Your desk has been there for you. Holding up your computer, your unused stapler, and that plant you forgot to water. But maybe it's time to leave your desk and spend your lunch break volunteering with Meals on Wheels. Doing Meals on Wheels for me is the joy that I look for at the end of my week. I'll come to the door with one meal and I'll walk away with a full heart. Drop off a warm meal and get more than you expect. Volunteer at americaletsdolunch.org. That's americaletsdolunch.org. Brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. 
You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and whatever, just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigos. Can you imagine it's like a congregation of big dogs. You have a Great Dane. You have a couple of pit bulls off to the side. You have some very, very big German shepherds. You know, just the bigger type of dogs. And they're hanging out, talking, slobbering over each other, doing what, what big dogs do. And a little chihuahua comes running through, barking at all of them. And the big dogs just look at each other, look down at the chihuahua, and they look at each other again like, is this dog for real? The chihuahua is UCF. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to noon, only on Slam Radio Sirius XM 145. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan getting cut from his ninth grade basketball team, he wouldn't have became Michael Jordan. <laughs> you know, if it wasn't for, uh, I seen an, an article the other day where they were talking about Oprah Winfrey and how she got fired because she wasn't good for television. You know, you got people like Walt Disney who got fired, if I'm not mistaken, from a newspaper saying he had no imagination. So what do you tell him? You tell him, you know? You know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's gonna do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you gotta take those losses, you gotta take those hits. There's gotta be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs, in order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, que rico. You know, this is what it's all about. And not only that, it's never about making it, guys. It's always about maintaining it. That's the toughest part. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Yo, this is K9, and you're listening to Slam Radio Series 6M 145. segment here on the youth slam radio series xm channel 145 next year we're still talking sports but we're talking nfl anthony i hope you know more than me on this topic our sports director I will. <laughs> the, the washington redskins announced on friday that the organization is conducting a thorough review of the team's name after their corporate sponsors raised public concern fedex was the first one to bring it up they are expected to get rid of Native American imagery and its new with its new name and logo. I think it's it's the best way to go because I didn't really like the whole thing that they were the Redskins. It's not okay, you know. People do genuinely get offended by that, and you know it's still something that is used in a derogatory term to certain people, which is again very wrong. And I think the fact that some people like to kind of coin in on certain terms and kind of get cash on it is a little bit it's just wrong essentially because what somebody's i guess gain is another person's loss yeah so I, and my bad i didn't mean to interrupt you it's just you know i don't know much sports so i had a question don't we have a team like down here in florida like don't we have a college team I'm, that I'm uses a native like a native yes. american like logo? yes the thing yes. is with the seminoles the the tribes actually allow them to use the name yeah, it's and that kind of makes of like makes story. sense because you know, like Florida. Seminoles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But Redskins okay, I just a, the Seminoles is different because Redskins was is a genuine like term. It's a derogatory it's, it's, term. It's, yes, it's a genuine slur for a lot of people, for a lot of Native Americans, which is very 
disheartening and very sad to see. And again, I think that it's just honestly a little bit, it's wrong. It's not a little bit wrong. It's fully wrong how a lot of people get to cash out on certain terms, slurs and words because it benefits them and they don't see anything wrong with it. And it still causes so much hurt and loss to the, to the actual group that has to experience with the actual pain of the actual word or the endearment of the word. And that just sucks all in all. And that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. I mean, the Redskins, classic team. We all know the Redskins, even though they're not as good as they used to be. We all know the Redskins. But I've always felt like it's a little bit offensive. I've seen Native Americans who haven't been offended by it, but I've also seen a lot of Native Americans who are offended by it. I think the best alternative for a name, which one of them that popped up immediately was Red Tails. And if you didn't know what Red Tail is, there were military planes during the early 1900s that were stationed in Washington, D.C. And hey, where do the Redskins play? In Washington, D.C. So... I feel like it's perfect. You get to keep the color scheme. You can make a similar logo. Obviously not with the Native American on it, but you can make a similar logo, maybe with like the R in the circle instead of the Native American. I like like how they finally got down to fixing it. I feel like they should have done this earlier. Yeah, like do we think this is a change that's long overdue? I, I People who are saying, oh, um, if it didn't offend people in the past, why does it offend people now? I feel like it's always offended people, kind of. I just feel like more people have gotten offended by it as time has gone by. Because in the 80s and 70s, you don't really think about stuff like that. It's just like, okay, like, whatever. But now we live in a society where you kind of need to think more about that. Well, yes, the Redskins are a classic team. They are one of those teams, one of those trademark NFL teams. Teams like the Packers, teams like the Bears. Those teams, those are trademark teams. Teams like the Giants, the Cowboys. Those are teams that, they're trademark teams in the NFL. When you think of the NFL, that's a team you think of. So it's going to be a little bit weird to not see the Redskins. But I feel like, once again, they can just go to the Red Tails and it's not a racist term. It's actually a good thing. And you can keep the color scheme. You don't have to go too crazy with changing everything. Because I know that now changing everything would be a pain. But you don't have to go too crazy. You can go with a very simple change. And I feel like that's just the best option. I agree. I think it's... I mean... I've, I was never really a big fan, but I do think it's long overdue, to be quite honest. I think it offended people before. It still offends people. It We need to see a change. And, I mean, I think it's kind of like they took a positive move. I mean, we see what's going on in the world, and we see what's going on in the United States racially. Idania, Idania. Yes, I do. I can't believe I finally received that. It feels so much better than actually saying it. It's nice, right? <laughs> we have come to the end of our show. I'm so happy that I was able to host a show today. Thank you for joining me here on my first time ever hosting. I have... <laughs> I see the claps. I see the claps. Thank you. Thank you to Frank. Thank you. To the amigo for always having our backs. Thank you to Nicole and Anthony. I probably wouldn't have been able to um, <laughs> to finish hosting without having a total panic attack if it weren't for you guys. Thank you for Angel for lis- listening in. I know you like to put your little comments, always making us laugh, even though we're not supposed to be laughing. And thank you so much. You're listening to the Youth Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145.